Welcome to Mental Health is Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Antoine Wilbon, and today we'll be talking about how etiquette and class improves your mental health. Now, a lot of times people would say, what does etiquette and class have to do with your mental health? And I would say it is a root cause of a lot of things that go wrong in, in a person's life, regardless of your education, economic status, has nothing to do with having etiquette in class. And how I define etiquette in class is a, it's a certain decorum and how you carry yourself in certain circumstances, regardless of where you're at. It's how you take care of things. And, and the first thing is the basics of taking care of yourself. We can start with the basic things of just basic hygiene, like in terms of being able to keep your hair cut, bathing frequently, keeping your skin clean, keeping your clothes clean, polishing your shoes, no matter if you wear gym shoes or dress shoes or whatever, making sure everything is neat and put together like a gentleman or things that people normally don't think about is that when you wake up in the morning, do you make your bed? Do you do things like sit down and have dinner with your family and have conversations? Those are things that are around etiquette in class and has really no basis on your economic or educational status. It has a lot to do with how you take care of yourself and how you value everything that you have and you treat it with so much value at the highest level. So like, say, for instance, you have a car, you say, oh, my car is old, but is your car clean? Are you making sure that the maintenance is done on it? And those things like that is because if you're trying to aspire to get to something else, you have to treat what you have with the utmost respect. And that etiquette and that class that you would take in that propels you to the next thing because it generates the energy. And that energy is I appreciate what I have and I desire more. And you attract that in your life with that etiquette in class. And it also shows that you have a lot of respect for yourself and self-respect, value, those things improve your mental health in a way that it raises your self-esteem, it raises your energy level, and you start to attract more of what you are. Things like, oh, I don't have a gym membership. You don't need a gym membership. You can walk your blocks around your house. You can walk a mile or two a day. You can do things like take the stairs. And so that could be a part of your fitness. And then the other part of fitness is I'm going to only eat healthy foods. I'll have one junk food day and I'll eat healthy foods. And that's the etiquette that you have for your body, taking care of your temple. A lot of times I always tell people that you should dress a grade above the decorum of what you're set. So like if you go to a office and they say the office is business casual, well, I would say if everybody's wearing jeans and polos, wear jeans, dress shirt, and a sport coat. If everyone says that they're going to the movies and you say everyone's just wearing some shorts or t-shirts, I would say put on an actual polo shirt with a nice pair of slacks or a nice pair of shorts that actually match and things that that nature in terms of dressing for success wherever you go, even if it's casual. Even when you go to bed at night, do you just throw on anything or do your pants match your shirt? My thing is, is that treat yourself 
with the utmost. And you can go to Walmart and get pajamas. You can go any place and get things that match or things that are that look clean and decor and, and even your home. Are you going around your home looking at things that are broken? Are things not matching? Those things like that. So if you in your home and like when you go to someone's home and their fire alarm is going off or they didn't put replace the batteries or the TV is broken or the lamp is broken. My thing is, is that you can always go on a YouTube video to learn how to fix something or you can replace it. Even if you have to go to Goodwill to go get something new, you can paint it or you can do something different. But your home should be put together in a way that is classy based off whatever level you're at. Like when I was in grad school, I had my first apartment in grad school when I was in St. Louis at Washington University. And I didn't have anything but a mattress and a Atari game system. I think it was a Sega Genesis. I'm sorry. And I had to go to the student union where they had a furniture store. And I got a bed. I got a couch. I got a coffee table and a few other things. And what I did was I sanded down the coffee table and I painted it myself. I cleaned the couch. I got a couch cover. I built a headboard for my bed and I got linens and things like that from Walmart. And I bought multiple sets of sheets and things like that so that my home looked like it had decorum, even at my budget of being a kid at 21, 21, 22 years old. I still wanted to have my my home with class. I eat at the table. I don't stand around and eat standing up on paper plates. I went and got real dishes and I eat on real dishes. I treat myself as if I am at the highest level for what I have and I'm aspiring to do more. But I always say, treat those things with class, whatever you're doing, because it does show you that you can value yourself and it does something to your self-esteem. If you're in a down mood, if you're at least treating yourself with value, it'll bring you out. And so it does improve that. I always say the next part is socialization. Who are you spending time with? Are you spending time with family and friends or business colleagues? If you're spending time around people that are positive, people that want more for themselves and they want more for you, that is the tribe that you should try to subjugate yourself to. I always say if people are around you and they have negative energy, they have low class, if they're not trying to build a business with you, if they're your business colleagues and and they're they're not working as hard or they're not dreaming and building, you have to look at those, those relationships. I'm not saying throw the relationships away, but you have to reduce your time around that energy. And you have to go out and find people that are more like-minded about positive energy, wanting to want more out of life. And if things don't go right for you, they don't go with it. They'll still give you positive encouragement. I always say if you're dating or if you're married or you're engaged or whatever level you are, always have a level of class for the person that you're that you're in a relationship with. And I can talk about aspect as from a man is that if you're dating someone, make reservations. Make sure that you have a dress code when you go out. Make sure that your car is clean when you pick her up for a date. Have things that you want to talk about that aren't just your interests, but her interests. My thing is, is that treat that date as if it's like the best thing ever. No matter if it's a first date, no matter if you've been married for 10 years, I always say treat that situation as if it's your last situation. Because if you're just meeting someone and you treat them with importance, 
you get to be able to discern if that person is the right person for you. And if you're married or you're engaged, it improves your relationship with the person that you're that you're married to or you're engaged to. So I always say treat everything as if it's your last because it's a thing of living in the now and having etiquette in class with those things and treating them important. It's almost like a valuable skill set. I always treat like my clothes. I treat my home as if it's a blessing that I'm so thankful for because I am. And I never know when the next thing is going to happen, but I always treat what I have as if it's the best that I've ever had in my life. And it allows me to enjoy my life and to value myself and not look at others and what are they doing? It's like, what am I doing what I have? Because I remember when me and my daughter, we were moving and she wanted a dog. And I told her that if she got straight A's that we can get it. We can get a dog. And at this time we were living in an apartment and the landlord never, never gave me an answer about if we can have a pet or not. So I found a house in the same neighborhood, a block from her school. And it was like really actually closer to her school. And so we got the house. I got the house. And the thing about the house is that it was a one bedroom house. I know. So what I did was I said, I'm going to take this house. It's cheap. It's close to her school and it's in a wonderful neighborhood. And so I also studied tiny homes because I do like tiny homes, but I felt like this was the, the fastest way to get my daughter a dog, keep her in her same neighborhood and to keep her around all of her friends. And so when we got the house, the house needed a gate. It needed the yard fixed up. It also needed to have new carpeting put in. We needed a new laundry room floor. And so what I did was a month before we moved, I made all the improvements on the house and I turned, I gave her the bedroom, of course, and I took the front living room area and I turned it into a hotel suite. And so I had my bed in there. I had it set up like a, like a hotel suite with a living room area, a dining area and a uh, TV thing like that. I put a deck on the back. I fixed the screens and I put grass in the back. It was a huge backyard for us for it to be such a small house. And I turned the small house into somewhat of a five-star hotel look. And she and I enjoyed that house and she got her first dog. She still has Zippo. And I thought that was something that I learned from like my family, my mom, my grandmother, my dad, they always had class no matter how much money we had when we did or we didn't. And we were always clean. Our homes were always clean and we always sat down for dinner. And so I always wanted to carry that on no matter what level I was at. And I felt that that home, you know, I kept the grass cut. I put flowers in. I did so many things to that home to make it feel just like a beautiful place to live. And it was it was it was a great place to live. Those are things that I always say having etiquette in class is not about money. It's not about any of those things about doing the best with what you have. And so the other thing is that people have to think about their dialogue. How are you talking to yourself and how are you talking to others? And so a lot of times there are people who are are friendly to other people. They are kind, but then in the back of their mind, they're not so kind to themselves and they don't say encouraging things to themselves. They don't root for themselves. And so I always say, watch how you talk to yourself first. Talk to yourself and be kind to yourself. Be patient with yourself and say positive things to yourself. 
and believe that you're awesome. The thing is, is that once you kill what's in you, nothing on the outside can bother you. And you have to be able to dominate the man inside of you in terms of pulling the positive person out of you. I'm not saying that you're not going to have bad things and you're not going to think bad things or you're not going to think things that are not so positive. But majority of your conversation has to be encouraging to yourself, kind to yourself and patient with yourself. One trick that I always use is three to four hours a day. I listen to podcasts, books, inspirational stories, and I surround myself with things that change my inner voice so that I start to speak in the manner of what I'm listening to mostly. I try not to watch negative programming. I try not to have negative conversations with people. If the conversation goes in a sort of a down position, I always try to find the bright spot in it to take the conversation back to an energy level. So I always say when I talk to other people, even if they're being rude or they're going through something, I try to be patient and kind with them. But I also don't accept foolishness because then that's a me doing something to myself. So I'd have a a point where I cut off things. I say, hey, you know what? This person is not really vibing with me. Their energy or their dialogue is not working for me. So I cut the conversation or I cut the interaction, but I'm not mean to them. I'm not trying to be combative, but it's a way of being able to be a gentleman, but also stern about your position on something and move on. So I say, always protect your energy. And I always say this one thing is like, when people talk about etiquette in class, it's one thing that I like to do is that when I'm going on vacation or I'm going to purchase a vehicle or I'm taking a flight somewhere, I always look at how much does it cost to upgrade to the next thing? It's something about paying a little more puts you in a different situation. So I remember the story about one of my best friends. He took his family to Vegas. And I think it was one of his first time that he that he took his family to Vegas. I think they were just going to hang out. And he wound up staying at Circus Circus. I think it was like 50 or 60 bucks a night. And this was a long time ago. He said it was the worst stay ever because it was noisy. It was a lot of things that he didn't like. But if he would have just went down the strip and paid 100 or 50, 150 bucks more, he could stay at the Bellagio or somewhere like that, or Caesars or somewhere like that, MGM or whatever. He could have stayed there and he would have had a better experience. And so what I'm saying is that a little bit more money sometimes is always a good way to go to spend when it comes to your sanity. So as if you are going to get a certain type of food, where are you shopping at? Are you shopping at a place that has quality food so that now you're valuing yourself? Are you going to a place, a reputable place to fix your car? Are you going to somewhere or calling the place a plumber that's a reputable licensed plumber or electrician to come work in your home? Always pay a little more for the little bit better. If you say, well, you know what? Instead of me flying on this airline where I'm sitting here, why don't I look for first class? If I can't afford first class, then why don't I try business class? Always try to push the envelope a little bit more. If I'm used to staying at a two-star hotel, try to try to stay at a five-star hotel. And once you get comfort, you know, like they always say, luxury, once tasted, become necessities. And so you always want to push yourself a grade up because it also challenges you as a person to say, 
is this the lifestyle that I want to live into? Is this something that will give me more comfort? Because when you're around things that are, have a little bit more class and etiquette to them, your peace of mind is different. People treat you different and the environment is a more calmer. Choose things that are above board, that are outstanding. Try to hang out with people who have the same mentality. One of the things that I always do, do to myself is that I always say, am I doing the best I can with this situation? And if I'm not, I try to break it down and find out where I'm lacking in it. And I try to go get help. I read about it. I Google it. I do whatever to find out how to make the improvement in that area. This is a constant challenge that allows me to know that I have more in me, which allows me to say, you know what? I'm special and I can do a lot of good things if I just keep pushing myself. So etiquette in class is always a way to go. Being a gentleman, being a lady is always phenomenal to be that way because it does allow you to have a better life. No matter what economic or educational level that you're at, you can always be graceful and classy. That's something that I learned from my family growing up, especially my grandmother. I learned to have class no matter what. And you always treat people with class and you treat yourself with class. You treat your children with class, you know, your colleagues, no matter if they're right or wrong or, they, or they're stressing you out or they make you angry. Always be classy. But I'm not saying be passive aggressive. I'm not saying dismiss things. I'm saying you can address the toughest issues with etiquette in class and deal with hard conversations with people with etiquette in class. You don't have to be cursing at people. You don't have to be like belittling. You can actually address something with kindness and love, but you can also be firm with the position that you stand on. That's why I always say etiquette in class is the way to go when it comes to improving mental health because that's the first baseline of being able to take care of yourself and the people around you. So I hope you got something from etiquette in class and how it improves mental health. And I want to thank you for joining the show.